Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, welcome to the Sportive, our hoops vertical called, I think the Cordive, is that what we landed on last time, guys? Correct. Josh and Joe are here. Hi, boys. What's uh, going on? Good afternoon. All right, let's start out talking about the Wolves, our beloved Wolves, flying high earlier, 10 and 8, if you remember those glorious times, they've now lost seven in a row. Josh, whose fault is this? Who? Towns? I would say the primary reason is certainly the defense. Uh, we haven't stopped anybody. I'm thinking the this seven-game streak, I think we're giving up about 128 points a game, which you're probably not going to win too many games. Not exactly against juggernauts either. No, I think there's a Memphis loss in there. Yep. Uh, OKC? Okay, <laughs> uh-huh. I'll that, never forget uh, that. We could probably spend the whole hour on just that game. Narc. Uh, I well, hate Chris Paul. Chris Paul doing Chris Paul things shouldn't be too surprising. Giving up a full court over uh, the shoulder <laughs> yeah. touchdown pass Bail is probably Mary. preventable uh, in terms of the only thing that can beat you. But Do you believe that Towns was trying to miss that? Do, can you accidentally make a free throw? Is that it, possible? It happens more than you think. I, I see that quite often. You know, you don't practice missing free throws very often. I'm probably showing my cards a little bit too much here, but I feel like I could eat, miss a free throw pretty easily. Yeah, I feel like that's something But then comes the delicate balance of missing it the right way. Because if you shoot an air ball, it's, it's trouble. It's side out. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just scrambling for a rebound. If Towns misses the rim from 15 feet, then we've got even bigger problems. I, I think <laughs> the problem was he shot it so damn soft where if it just kicks and takes a bounce, it went in just like it did. And it's unfortunate because it's not that hard to shoot a laser at the rim and just have it bounce away and game over. Yeah, you line drive it, right? Yep. Line drive it to the left. All you got to do is hit the rim. It, I don't know. We've seen some of the uh, Towns passes you were talking about earlier. I don't know that I trust him throwing line drives at anything at this point. <laughs> He's like a happy kid, and he just wants to make the right pass so much that he just fires it 100 miles an hour, and it ricochets through the guy's hands, and he looks at him like, what the hell is going on with you? They're all bad. Everything is bad about them right now. I just I can't even really watch them anymore. But you're right. It's probably because of the defense. Yeah, I've heard a lot of Jake Lehman takes, and I, I'm just sorry. I'm not buying into injuries at this point. We haven't – Cat's been healthy. Wiggins has been healthy for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, we just don't have a competitive roster at this point. Wiggins was good for, like, six games. It was incredible. 
And then he just had to take like a week and a half off. Like, I'm sorry, I, I can't keep this up. I can't sustain it. And he hasn't. He sucks again. Oh, no, no. He's been fine. He had, he, I think an aunt or someone died in the family, took, took a couple games off, and he's not been as good as he was, but he was playing so far over what he has ever shown that there had to be a little bit of regression in there somewhere. 34 the other night, I guess that's fine. I, all I care about with him is when I look at rebounds, assists, how active is he with that? And most of the games he's been good has been like 6-4 or something like that. A lot of the other games has been like two or one of each, so I don't know. Just I'm down showing on him. a little bit of an understanding that he understands that if he makes a few passes, gets a few rebounds, plays a little bit of defense, it, it makes such a huge difference mm-hmm. to the team. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Culver so far? Looks like a little overmatched to me. Well, he's, I mean, there's no other way to say this. He hasn't been good. No, he's uh, been bad. He's shooting poorly. He's, his free throws are just, I mean, that's <laughs> alarming for one. Yeah. But it's just, it's hard to imagine an NBA talent looking as lost as he does at the free throw line. I don't uh, get it. He wasn't bad shooter in college, was he? At the free throw line, he wasn't great. I think he was a career 60% free throw shooter, something like that, in college. So he wasn't good. So not good, but he's not He's not a 35% shooter. I would hope not, no. <laughs> no, that, that takes some effort, I would think. That's below Andre Drummond, Dwight Howard territory there. Yeah, that's all-time, all-time bad stuff there. Just everybody has been kind of shitty. There's no, not been any, like, Teague, I'm done with Teague, been done with him for years. He doesn't really care at all. Covington, not the same as he was last year. He's struggling on offense this year. He just hasn't really gotten into a rhythm, and I don't know whether that's just system. I don't know whether, you know, we don't have any other shooters in the, on the floor other than Towns yeah. and Covington at any given time. So I don't know if that's just him not getting open, if he's not he's 100%. Streaky. I don't. He's certainly embraced the shoot as many threes from wherever you want as much as possible because he is absolutely gunning from... 35 feet with a guy right in his face. Yeah, he isn't. Uh, he isn't waiting for space this year, no. which I don't remember being Coach the case. Coach said I but. can shoot him, so I'm getting him up. And that's one of the things I noticed with Wiggins is he's kind of reverting back and getting into the mid range a little bit more the last yeah. few games and doing that little turnaround, you know, uh, fadeaway jump shot. When he, and I don't know if that's just because the space is gone when Tim's realized that nobody else on the floor can shoot when we're yeah. putting out, you know, Travion Graham and. Jarrett Culver. I mean, who are you guarding out there? Graham Um, has been so bad, too. I don't even know where he came from. I don't understand it. I think it was Brooklyn last year. Okay. And I don't, that doesn't explain why he's getting minutes. I I guess that's the, where's where's the harm in playing just anybody else? Where's the harm in calling up, you know, Jarrett, uh, Noel uh, from Iowa? Like, why are we giving this guy minutes? He's He's better than Graham for sure. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, know. I mean, it's, you can point your fingers in a variety of different places, but Cat's really been the only one that's been consistent, and he isn't playing defense right now. So right. that that coverage that we've in, installed, the drop coverage, has pretty much allowed anybody to score on the yeah. field. <laughs> it is just, it's remarkable how easy it is for people to get into open shots. It's going to be – I'm going to switch mics with you so you can have this higher stand because you're huge. Isn't that nice? Ooh, that's nice. Uh, it's going to be a long time until I uh, forget the uh, defense they played on D'Angelo a few weeks ago. 
Yeah, I was at that game. And <laughs> oh my god! The, the drop coverage was really something for a guy. Just let that scoring guy shoot fifty plus points. Who wants to shoot mid-range jump shots? And you saw yeah. the same thing against Paul George and Kawhi. They combined for eighty-eight points. Eighty-eight points. Could have had more too. <laughs> I think that yes. Kawhi could have had more if he felt like it. Well, they didn't play well in the fourth. No, and that's right. Where we when we came back and they, it was. I, I just couldn't believe how open everything was for them. Yeah, those guys are solid. I don't know. It's hard to think, like, what to get excited about. They're 10 and 15 right now. Seven games in a row. It's probably a blip. There's probably a couple in there. I don't remember the details of all of them. A couple were probably coin flips for sure. So maybe they're not that bad. But they're probably just regressing towards where they probably should have been. What were the they in time. Vegas? You remember. They were right around 36. Okay, so yeah, they're yeah. I've seen thirty-four to thirty-six. I think was right around yeah. the the win total, depending on where you looked. So a good a good little surprise of a season would have been forty-three and thirty-nine or something, right? Which they were kind of on pace for a little higher than that, so regressing a little bit, and now all of a sudden, yeah, I think with just the way the kind of the league as a whole has played out, they probably didn't really anticipate vying for a playoff spot. But once they're twenty games in and they're right around the five hundred mark and they're in the seventh position they probably kind of sold themselves on something that wasn't very realistic going into the year and there were playoff there were playoff spots up for grabs golden state certainly isn't going to be a factor it's over portland portland san antonio both have had very very poor starts yeah so when you have in that kind of 11 to 7 range there's a number of teams that are all trying to get that seventh and eighth spot and and uh, and there were more playoff spots available this year than I think a lot of teams thought. Seven seed is still very doable for the team. Well, I think Sacramento's there now at eleven and fifteen. I think we're only one game out yeah, of the seven or eight seed. It's there right for now. the taking. We've got a superstar. That's great. If Wiggins stays healthy and consistent and stops this mid range, that's good. Less Graham, more anybody. That's helpful. And then less Teague. Teague, I just done. It's over for him. I don't think he. Yeah, gives but a who, shit. who's playing instead of Teague? That's the problem. Yeah, because he still can score. Obviously, his defense is awful. But if you don't put Teague in, that means you're getting 15 more minutes of Culver and Culver that's, and Napier. That's my hope. And Napier started fine as a backup point guard. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then he got hurt and has been slow coming back. And we had Wiggins start a point guard for a few games, right? Is it still kind of happening? Well, technically, they don't really have a point guard that they're starting right now. Jarrett Culver's in the point guard position, I guess you'd say. But right, I mean Wiggins is the primary ball handler. I like the Wiggins pick when it happened for sure. Uh, it just looks a little—it's coming a little bit too fast for him right now. Culver, just, Culver, yeah, the pick. Yeah, I mean I understand like. We gave up what Saric and. Uh, oh, you mean the Culver pick you liked initially? I liked it initially. Okay. You said yeah. the Wiggins pick. The Wiggins pick. I did not. Yeah, I wasn't really. We didn't into pick it. Wiggins. Yeah, no, that wasn't really a thing that I was thinking about. Uh, I'm sorry, the Culver pick. Uh, it makes sense. It's a good he's bet still to make. 20 but years old yeah, too. totally. I, yeah, he's, I am not giving up he's on Jared showing Culver. the ability to play a little bit of defense, get his hand on some some balls, and he can get to the rim. But obviously, shooting. 35 and from the field, 35 from the line, and 25 from three. He's not going to cut it. doesn't matter how good a defense you play. You can right, turn that Rubio? around. Wait. Yeah, oh, he's boy. Got, he's Rubio, got some, so good. He's got I know some you skills. miss him. 
Culver's got some skills that at least are translatable. Yeah, yeah. He plays defense, like you said. He's got a handle. I mean, this isn't this isn't your, you know, one, two, three of West Johnson, where you're just looking oh, for any God. redeemable quality of our three and D shoot, you know, wing player that can't shoot and doesn't play defense. So our first hot take: he's better than West Johnson. I'm hoping so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's pretty good in transition because he's got good handles. Decent passer. He's just one of those guys, though. He's like. Decent at a lot of stuff. Not really probably ever going to be amazing at something. So you hope he turns into Joe it Johnson. Is, ce- ceiling is type. Andre Iguodala. Yeah. yeah that's that's an ideal scenario. But be able to shoot spot-up threes. Be able to guard multiple positions. and Be a secondary, you know, creator if, if it comes to that. If, you know. But as of right now, surprise, surprise, a rookie isn't good. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, Okogi doesn't seem to be getting any better. He's shooting all right, though. His yeah. percentages it's, are up, and he's still as good on defense as he was in the past. I don't want to see him dribbling no, he's or a, trying he's to start any offense. When he tries to create it, it's almost comical because he gets it in the is. lane, jumps, and looks around, and nine times out of ten just throws the ball to the other team. So what do we need? Well, is there going to be uh, any trades is my question. Are we, For us? Yeah. Well, anything we can do. I, I, we've, got a, we've got movable parts. I mean, we've got a lot of low, you know, salary players, a lot yep. of minimum guys that we can fit into deals. We can help facilitate deals. Uh, I mean, the big chip is, is there going to be a Covington? Covington. Trade? That's it. That's right. the guy that everybody will want. Doogie seems to think we could maybe get back in on the D-Lo scenario. Well, I think that's going to, I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody believes that next year Golden State is going to trot out Steph, Clay, and D'Angelo Russell. They're they're clearly tanking this year now with everything that's happened, so I have no doubt that you could get them, but it it would probably cost us our first-round pick and Covington or something of that. Well, it all depends on what they want. You know, I I, I don't know if you guys follow Dane Moore. No. uh, I think that's zone coverage. One of the Timberwolves uh, writers was talking about their they have a trade exception from Andre Iguodala that they essentially can't use this year unless they are uh, a- unless they are sending out salary because okay. they can't just take their hard cap so they can't take money back. Uh-huh. Uh, and the hard cap lifts the day before they, that the trade exception expires. So he actually threw out the idea of using their trade exception as part of a D'Angelo Russell trade mm-hmm. and – Culver and Gorgie, something along those lines, so that they can grow their trade exception. Oh, and, right. And it extends it then for a full year as opposed to them having basically a 24-hour window to use it, and that might be motivation for them to do a D'Angelo Russell trade or do something now mm-hmm. versus waiting for the summer. But it, it gets complicated. The salary stuff is messy like anything else. And, right. But, but I think D'Angelo Russell is certainly available to be had, just considering the Warriors... We're in asset protection mode when they signed him in the first place. Yeah, true. I'd be down for him too. I mean, not like super duper star, but he's good. Yeah, and you wonder. I take him. If you do take him on, you're obviously getting a ball handler, which is what we need. But, but are you maybe? Is Wiggins maybe going to take a step back from what he's shown them? Yeah, I'm sure you can stagger the minutes in a way that they can be on the floor as a primary handler by themselves for a lot of the minutes, but. You know, Wiggins, his value is not as a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. 
Yeah. Although he's gotten a little bit better at it this year. You, you like the progress he's shown as a guy who can drive and kick to some open shooters. Well, I feel like uh, is there something wrong with like too many ball handlers? I mean, that's good, right? Isn't it? It's, it's not a terrible thing. Like I said, if you stagger the minutes, but the problem is, is if you got D'Lo and Wiggins sharing minutes for such a large chunk of the game, Wiggins either is stuck in the corner waiting for the pick and roll between Russell and Towns or yep. or Russell is stuck in the corner while the other two are. It's basically a pick-and-roll league. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just remember people, uh, and maybe this is probably an exception, but uh, saying, like, LeBron and Wade was going to be really messy because they both want the ball in their hands. And like Paul George and Kawhi, same yeah, thing. It's like, I, I they're don't, fine. I mean, my only thing, and I don't understand that Wiggins' value comes with he, when he's got the ball and he can drive downhill. And, and But what is our ceiling if Wiggins is our primary I mean, I'm, all, I'm happy with his improvement, but where does that get us? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say, well, let's just fill their space with shooters, but where are those guys, and are they available? Everybody wants shooters. It's not as easy as just saying, okay, well, let's just get shooters around them right. and have them actually be competent basketball players. So I, I, my only question is with D'Lo, and sure, he isn't a perfect player, but who's better than him that we can get, and or where is that alternative coming from? The draft, probably, which is why giving up a top pick to get him is that, – that's your only reservation. I, I but do you have five years of Towns' contract to just hope you get something in the draft? And do you want to commit to being bad enough to where your draft pick is in that range where you're getting an impact player? They'll never be terrible unless right. Towns gets hurt, right? I mean, that's, they'll always be – get lucky with the ping pong yeah. balls or whatever. Yeah, could get lucky. But even this year, it's going to be hard to get lucky because the draft kind of sucks, right? Now Who get, knows? Get uh, Ball's brother. You want Lamelo? Lamelo Ball? No, no, I don't. I think. You uh, can count me out of that one. R.J. Hampton, something called R.J. I don't know. Uh, the experts are telling me it's not a great draft. I would, I would go for D'Lo. Sure. I, I just don't know what the other option is. The second at this fiddle. Point. I mean. Everybody had their th- were throwing their their hat and or, uh, names into the Beal sweepstakes. They just assumed Washington's terrible. Yeah, they want to get out of John Wall. Their yep. only path to back to anything is Bradley Beal, and then they sign him to a, another year extension. And everybody in the league is going to want him when he's available. So I just I just don't know what what Plan B would be if D'Angelo Russell isn't the guy. Yeah. So and he's good. He's good. He's a he's a playmaker. He's a great shooter. He doesn't get to the line. Really another, good passer. Another example of a young guy that you hope Culver can kind of follow in his footsteps because who would have thought four years ago we would have been talking about Russell like, yeah, that's a guy we got to have on our team. He's a good shooter. Really bad for a couple years. He was terrible. Yeah. Well, the whole Lakers environment was terrible for those <laughs> yeah. couple years he was there. Magic. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a, a pass on those years. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I can see them. Tr- I mean, Covington is probably the only one worth, like, value to actually get much back, though, right now, right? I mean, yeah, maybe Culver, maybe the draft pick. Uh, but Covington's got to be so valuable for certain teams because of his contract and the value he brings. It'll be interesting to see what they could end up getting for him. I want to keep him, but I don't know. What? Yeah, I mean, if you have a guy like that, what value is he bringing you this year if you don't have pieces around him? Right. I mean, he is a perfect complementary role player. For a championship team, he's a guy that you want guarding Paul George, Kawhi, LeBron. We're not. 
we don't need that guy. We need no. we need nope. the LeBron, Paul George, Kawhi before we start worrying about role players to fill in with. I mean, let's just let's just get Kuzma. Sure. <laughs> That's my 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 favorite part of Twitter, and usually it's a fan thing. And I got frustrated this week because uh, I was listening to uh, Brian Windhorse on Bill Simmons talking about using Kuzma as a trade chip, and he threw out names like Robert Covington and and yeah, I, Boyan Bogdanovich. It's like. For <laughs> what? It, this is a Laker like Lakers blog type you I know, know, right. stuff. Is to think Kuzma can fetch you those type of players now. Bogdanovich in in Sacramento now that's a player that I would love yeah, to get my hands good. on for the Wolves. He he checks a lot of boxes. Just imagine uh, a fan these. base being like, "Oh shit, we got Kuzma! Hell yeah, let's go!" I don't think so. No, no, nope. we got a a six man stretch four that doesn't play defense. Not that good of a shooter. I refer to him as tall Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. So I don't know what's going to happen. All right, you want to talk about the other Western Conference teams? He doesn't listen to this podcast, does he? Who? Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma, we've heard from a couple people that know him that say he might listen once in a while. Sorry, Kyle. Hopefully he's a little behind on his podcast and he just decides to delete this one and and just not listen. We've all been there. Loyal listeners. Um, he so, probably comes here for the baseball talk, though. My guess is right. That's true. That's true. Um, the uh, biggest surprise to me so far, and maybe I'm just uh, on an island here, but the Lakers, for sure. I did not think they would be remotely this good. So that was a, a question I had. What were you right about? What were you wrong about? We're about a third away to the season. So Lakers, Lakers is on my list too. That you were wrong about? Yeah, I knew they'd be good. But I thought they'd kind of be first-year heat good. Like, they'd be yeah. hovering a couple of games over 500 yet. Uh, I was expecting, like... Just because their their roster doesn't make a ton of sense when you look at it without really seeing them play it. Well, and after Danny Green, it's just not good. You also needed Javal McGee to be good, and he kind of has been. Dwight and then Howard. you, like, needed Dwight, Dwight Howard to be good. So good again? And he's been really good. And you needed Rajon to, like, shoot okay, and he's been shooting well. Everything has just been working out for them, not to mention obviously AD and LeBron have been healthy, and they're which, both like top five MVP candidates. Yeah, and, and which that's, they're both they're they're not. I mean, AD kind of gets a knock for being injury prone. He's not really that injury prone, is he? I mean, he, certainly not lately. No, so I mean, last year wasn't or his last year in New Orleans, he wasn't really foot in his in, mouth injury. injury yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, ask for a trade. Um, I, yeah, that that been, has been shocking to me. If I would have had, if I would have guessed at what what are we about twenty games in, twenty five games in, it'd be twenty two and three. I would have after twenty five, I'd been like, oh, I don't know, like fourteen and eleven, maybe. Right, felt about right to it's, me. It's kind of it's just interesting to watch how the two LA teams are going about it because the Clippers are totally the opposite of the Lakers. They're playing the games. They're trying to learn each other a little bit as new teammates, but they're not all about winning every single game. And the Lakers they're doing almost, the resting. Yeah, they almost the Lakers are almost doing the opposite, where they feel like they have something to prove. So they're they're a top ten defensive team, and obviously on offense, when you have LeBron and AD, they're going to put up pretty solid numbers across the board there as well. Yeah, I like it though. It's more fun to watch that they're all just going for it. There's also a case to be made that I'm sure LeBron is making is like. I mean, I'm. Who knows? But I can see him being like, you know, it felt great to me having like weeks off 
Imagine if we lock up a one seed and get an extra week off to rest after we can do that. That should be our goal right now, not to kind of pace our way through. Let's go as hard as we can, get the one seed, and then sit and, and rest our ass He's for notoriously a while. been a slow starter the last couple of years totally. anyways in terms of coasting and playing himself, not necessarily into shape, but just right. ramping it up late. I mean, part of it I'm sure he wanted to get AD going early, so what better way to do that than for me to get you know, going myself? But... Yeah, it's been impressive how good they are, and maybe that just maybe we're we're setting ourselves up for LeBron's traditional January February hiatus for a week or two as well. Yeah, that, a little sabbatical. Yep that that might come unless he's going to go for MVP or anything like that. But Giannis, I think is yeah, I think going to hold on to that one. Yeah, it's not possible. But yeah, I mean, we might he might take some games off here and there. But you might be right; they might be saying our goal is the one seed, and until we have you know clear stranglehold on that. We're going to keep going. He's, uh, last I checked, he was leading the league in assists, right? LeBron? Yeah. I think so. I think we can agree, Joe. Now he's cemented his status as the greatest of all time, right? Right? Oh, no. Get on record. Did I step into it? Is this a. This is, this is not. Uh, <laughs> my guess, you think, you think Kobe? You You're a Kobe, a Kobe guy? Man. I'm definitely not a Kobe <laughs> guy. I definitely. assume this was a Kobe Kobe's versus LeBron. probably my all time least favorite player. Okay. And LeBron's a close yeah. second. I'll do another one, yeah. Um, no, he's obviously having a great year. It's pretty year. cool, though. 17, his 17th season leading the league in assists. It is really cool. And if, if it amazing. wasn't for his hairline, you would definitely think he was <laughs> quite a bit younger than he's playing because that hairline is that's awful. Tough. And each game, that thing falls apart. That's a humbling thing, hairlines, man. Like, you could be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, going to be a billionaire, and you cannot up, help that. Tighten it up. Just bring it all the way down. You can have a nice low fade, and you don't have to show off the fuzzies that are falling off each time you get to the fourth quarter. It's... It's something. It's weird. It's a weird so, choice. And they and he I don't doesn't have someone it. in his life that just will step up to him and say, "Hey, bud, uh, got a bunch I of yes men, you, and you're the best. Or, you're the best ever. But we got to do something about that hair." Well, you're on Twitter. Why don't you send him a note? I'm sure his DMs are open. Uh, I don't hey, have, bud. I don't have a personal it's me Miller's Twitter baseball. account. I can't uh, <laughs> representing the entire town ball baseball league. It's me, Joe. Yeah, that would look good. Fix your hairstyle. It's pretty cool, though. I think. Well, he's just. He is absolutely taking advantage of last year and the time off because it's been a decade since he's had a full four or five months off where he's just been able to recuperate and get ready for his season. So he's having a great year. I, I still think the Clippers are going to be the team to beat coming out of the West, um, but it, it is, it's going to be fun because it's been a long time since we've gone into an NBA season. We're a third of the way through, and there's – legitimately six or seven teams that you could see playing in the finals yeah i haven't looked up the uh the numbers i'm sure you have uh mr uh mr vegas is that what you is that your nickname i'll go with it mr vegas uh pretty healthy odds i'm sure on a number of teams for championship i have to think there's some pretty solid odds on the clippers obviously the lakers the bucks Probably the Sixers and then maybe the Rockets as well. All five of them, I'm sure, are a lot higher than typically the even two teams in the past. The Rockets are a distant fifth in that scenario, but you yeah. do have you got the Clippers, the Lakers, Boston? the Bucks, and the Sixers. Celtics are, maybe. Celtics, they're not around the Rockets. Maybe if you're talking of winning at all, the Celtics are more yeah. in that plus one thousand range. Clear top four. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking else. at two to four hundred for those four teams, which is pretty impressive when you 
consider again that it's been so long since there's been hey it's not the warriors right yeah that's true all right so we were all wrong about the lakers anything Um, else you were wrong about I gotta look up the the standings. I don't I know if U- I was Utah necessarily. Utah was one I was a little wrong about. I thought Utah would be better. Conley, he's been know. bad. I don't know what happened to him. He's, he's old. He's he's old because I'm the same way. I thought it would be an upgrade over Rubio, and it's been the opposite. Donovan Mitchell hasn't made any improvements. Nope. And I'm a a, a noted Donovan Mitchell hater. Right. So part of this makes yeah. me very happy to say. Well, Gobert is just who he is at this point. Ingles I, is not good. You know, it I hasn't was been good. probably the only one who realized this, but uh, I think it's pretty obvious. It was pretty obvious to me. It's hard to overcome losing Ricky Rubio. He's adorable. It, you know, it's just a, it's been an uphill battle for them. And, you know, who one of the biggest surprises are this year is the Suns. Again, not shocking to me, but certainly shocking to you two Rubio haters. And the hey, rest wait of the a world. minute. <laughs> I am... I am not a Ricky Rubio hater. I you just am are. not. I am not a believer in a sense of he is he not going shoot. to be the point guard on the championship team. He can help right. a team. He can. He is a facilitate with a team that you. has a lot Thank of talent you. that, that needs feels good. to needs to have a point guard that doesn't want to shoot. He is a times. perfect backcourt partner for uh, for Booker. Booker. Yeah, it's perfect. And to help Aiden out too. And he was good with with Mitchell. Yeah, like they yeah. those two. That's. I think he's a perfect partner for them. He gets people involved. I think it's just for con- yeah, yeah. They just have to be comp- generally they have competent, competent players right. on their roster now, which is a nice thing to say for the Suns. I agree with you that the Clippers are still the team to beat. They're so deep. Uh, yeah, we agree. The Lakers, everything has been working out perfectly for them. That's been crazy. Mavericks three seed. Nobody, nobody on earth thought that was going to. And Luca's going to be hurt for a couple weeks now. Yeah, so they're they're likely going to fall back a little bit. That was an ugly sprain. Yeah, that was nasty. They, it, His ankle it doesn't hit the seem ground. serious, but they expected him out at least two, three weeks. I think. Right. So he that'll is, that'll hurt. He though. is playing at such a level. He's amazing. It's unbelievable for a guy his age and in his second year in the league, and to I, just play with the poise and. He shoots, went from like promising to like he's LeBron again. He's oh. like young LeBron. Yep, he's already an MVP candidate, top five guy for sure. And Good at everything. And their the team is nice. They got nice pieces, but there's there's no way they should. Who's be their third right best now. player? It's Chris Tops is their second. Are Maybe. you sure he's not even been that <laughs> yeah, good? Yeah, who knows? Every night, I guess it's probably a little bit different. Yeah, they have pieces that can. They have nice pieces, which is the envy of Timberwolves fans. To just have pieces that know their role, know what they're good at, and when they're and they in got the a game, good coach. Yeah, true. That's true. Jim Carrey. Um. I don't know if I was right or wrong about this one necessarily, but I feel like I certainly was thinking there was going to be a little bit of a regression for the Nuggets, and they have not. But then I look at the standings; they're sixteen and eight. Yeah. They're good. Jokic hasn't been great. And no, the, he has the, not been. He's so out of shape; it's unbelievable to yeah. see how doughy he is. Jesus. Yeah, the Nuggets have not. They started out great. They were they yeah. were jockeying for the number one seed, and I think they've had a bad couple weeks. Yeah, true. Uh, but Jokic out of shape. Their rotation is kind of screwy. It's from from last year. I think it's is it Mike Beasley who's just out of the lineup now. Yeah, out of the rotation. Yep. Um, which he was one of the guys that really propped them up last year. Totally. And Murray's been fine, but he's just one of those like low ceiling. Harris like, is kind of hit a ceiling guy. Harris yeah, hasn't been Harris. good. They're, they've transitioned a little bit from being a high scoring team to being pretty good defensively which is interesting to see too and right part of that might just have to do with the fact that Jokic cannot play at a fast pace so they 
<laughs> yeah, they have to play with one there. of the lowest possession totals in the league. Another team I was semi right about was Portland. Yeah, I I didn't coming off of last year. I just didn't see this team continuing success, especially with uh, their uh, their center Nurkic yeah. missing time at the beginning. Is he gone just, all this year too? No, he's supposed to be coming back. I think. Um, God, it might be January. And they found Whiteside, which is when has that been a good idea? Right. It's never uh, been a good but idea. But they pretty much are a team of centers and point guards. Yeah, right. They don't have competent wings, especially with Rodney Hood now. They lost Aminu. The they lost. Uh, they had another one. Oh yeah, Mo Harkless. Harkless. Yeah, right. Who's on the Clippers now? Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, they don't have any wings. They suck. Uh, and you know, you see them in trade rumors for Kevin Love, which seems like an ideal fit. But again, mm. who are you stopping? Uh, right. Uh, and and CJ just signed a max extension. Uh, Dame yeah. is on a super max. It's just I just don't know where the avenue for them to improve is. And I just I, I can't say that I saw this coming, but I didn't see them as a top you know five seed or anything. But I think they've have, I think they have six or eight wins. It's not good. The Blazers are ten and sixteen. Oh, so more than six or eight. More than six or eight. Okay. But you were on your way. You just yeah. had to say the one right more there. number: the six right to there. eight to the ah. Um, the Pelicans have been so bad. That's kinda, amazing to me. It's been weird watching them because you would have thought they, they must have known early on that Zion was going to be out longer than than they originally thought. Because for to see the West as weak as it is, and to know that he was coming back after twenty twenty five games, you would have thought that they would have been trying to uh, you know vie for a playoff spot. You but think they're tr- not just not trying anymore? Not that they're not trying, but I think they're not in an urgent rush to get Zion back. And oh, you know, that's at this part. point they definitely yeah, shouldn't be. Right. Right. They've, they've had guys with different injuries going down here and there, and they almost seem to be content saying, "Take as much time as you need. Wait till you're 100, percent and we'll kind of we'll kind of take this as another last year. Hopefully, get another piece, maybe package a couple guys together, and go from there." And a lot of people pick them for like the seven or eight seed too. They were the darling. Like sneaky pick they that everybody was pieces. going for, and, they, and I understand Zion I like was, their pieces. Yeah, Zion was part of that equation, and now by tanking and just handing the keys over Ingram, and he's been good. Yeah, you're setting yourself to give Brandon Ingram a max deal now. Every one of these guys in their team, though, is like, we want them to be good, and we think they're good on paper, and we just don't ever watch them. Like, I'll run it down. Like Drew Holiday, I think everybody thinks he's like really good. He's fine. Of that, Playoff series against Portland. Everybody yeah. just they're like, oh, this Drew's is awesome. It's like he's a he's 17 good. He's a per. He's good, right? He's but he good. has not been great this year. Obviously, they've lost he's 10 like, in a row. Yeah, Brandon Ingram has been good, right? 21 per. He's good. He's been a, having a Wiggins S type resurgence yep. to his name. Reddick has been fine. Is he's he been league traded? average. So, he, but we we think Reddick is think better so. than he actually probably is in real life. People like Josh Hart for some reason. Josh mm. Hart sucks. People like Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball sucks. People. I've he never might be met good one someday. person that have li- has liked Lonzo. You got to get out more, man. <laughs> I never. He is one, a polarizing. Everybody out on the streets oh is goodness. saying they like Lonzo. Well, I, I mean, because you he makes like sense him. on paper, though. <laughs> I would take him for nothing. <laughs> All right, that's. Come on, I have back problems. <laughs> and I didn't mean his percentage. I meant his form. <laughs> that's. I don't know. Is that worse or better? <laughs> that's not. It's not better. I would take him on the Wolves for nothing. But he seems like. He's fine on paper, uh, or he's fine if you think about a defensive first point guard with good vision, maybe can shoot. You know, those guys usually are good, but Lonzo's not good. 
Etwan Moore, we like him. He sucks. Uh, Alexander Walker, whatever that guy. Alexander. He was a people were into him. Darling rookie of the year for sure. He, he sucks. Had a good summer He's league, terrible. good preseason. And then Derek Favors is you know a decent piece, and he just doesn't play. So every single guy except probably Ingram is like he actually is not as good as you think he is. Yeah. So they suck. And they're playing Jackson Hayes now. I don't think they intended on playing him this early. And right. It just it it's gone sideways for them. And and I would hope that they're going to be selling the Etwan Moores, the JJ Reddicks that to acquire more yes. assets. I think those guys are probably available. Lonzo's got to be available, right? Reddick's got to be similar to Covington t- for a team that's yeah. looking to make a deep run because yeah. he's a perfect guy. If you plugged him on the Lakers or get him back ob- to Philly, baby. Philly. Get, get him back, back to, to Philly. Philly be great. Hell yeah. I mean, everybody wants shooters. I mean, I could imagine him around Giannis, too, would be incredible. Milwaukee would love to have him. Yeah, so, right. I mean, that's a that's a team that, that, that could use him. Shit, the Wolves are. But, I, again, I don't know where you get the salary matching or anything that New Orleans wants um, right. that we just, have, unless you're giving up something like Culver. And I don't, I'm not willing to do a, no. a year-and-a-half rental of J.J. Redick for the sixth no. overall pick at this point. Right. No way. No. So, Milwaukee's yeah, a team that – that to me again is a surprise because we know how good Giannis is, but they lost Brogdon, who was an, that was my a guy. great player. He's been awesome. And you guys both love Brogdon. Indian, Indianapolis has been great with him, but it's a team that just they must just have such a sound system where they have players around that again know where to be and what their job is. And I but, think a guy who's been shit on a ton who's actually good is Eric Bledsoe. Oh, my God. No. He struggles in the playoffs. So, or he struggled one, last year in the playoffs. We're like, well, Eric Bledsoe sucks. Well, that, but if you look where, at his numbers, he's good. Isn't that where you need to start, though, with Milwaukee? I mean, yeah, I know that's it's true. Been, they were great last year. I mean, until you do it in the playoffs. Do you, I right. mean, Bud was this way in Atlanta, too. They had that oh my God, incredible 60-win yeah. season, number one overall seed, and then playoffs roll around. and First or second round. Who was it, Boston or the Heat or somebody just kicked the shit out of them? Yeah. Uh, so I, I just – it. It's got to be seen in the playoffs. Otherwise, you, n- none of this matters. Giannis I bet is going to get another MVP. Do we have any other West Sox, or are we going to con- switch over to the East? I don't think there's. Uh, I don't know if there's much else going on in the West. Uh, obviously, don't spend time on Memphis. It's just so mean. They're just so sucks. mediocre. The West. San Antonio sucks. And they, these guys are not going to like get better. OKC is not going to get a whole lot better than 11 for 14. That's why this yeah. has been such a bummer for the Wolves, because it's like just be competent. Just beat be, the teams you're supposed to win. Yeah, beat. you're going to be in the playoffs. A seven seed in the playoffs again. Like, okay, we we have the pleasure of getting our asses kicked by the Clippers or the Lakers or Houston or whoever is going to end up there. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Yep. That's fun. No one is expecting us with this team to do anything more than that. So when they were, yeah, they were 10 and 8, right? Because they've lost seven in a row. It didn't feel like, I mean, obviously 10 and 8 is not a great record. It's not like fool's gold or anything. Better than when we. Yeah, but it was us, still it was like, a good start. yeah, that's why it's been such a bummer. They just find new ways to make me sad And they, every I knew year. there were going to be some bad losses this year, the Memphis losses, Ugh. bad, losing to uh, Dylan Brooks Oklahoma was City. talking shit to us. Dylan Brooks. Well, wouldn't I didn't you know who that was. Oh, no, he deserves it. He yeah. should. It, the, our style of play, you know, lends itself to you're going to pull off a couple wins that you probably wouldn't if you shoot well from three, and then obviously – we're not a great shooting team, so when we're chucking up 45 threes and making 10 of them, yeah. you're going to lose to Memphis and Phoenix and, you know, Sacramento yeah, and, and some of those And teams. everybody's comparing this to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn installed the system that they implore where it's 
you know, threes and shots at the rim and this and that. And they didn't have the, the parts to, to win with that system. But the system was there, and then eventually you you fill in the players, and last year they were actually good. Right. Uh, and everybody's kind of assuming that's the natural tra- trajectory of this team. Right. Is that, yeah, we're, we're imploring a system that Trebian Graham is going to shoot threes, and, and Josh Okoji is going to shoot threes, and Jared Culver is going to shoot threes, and they can't. But eventually those are going to be good shooters, whether it's those Bill. guys or not. And we're going to have a system that, that works. And yeah. when you have the talent around it, it it'll, it'll pay off. But I just... It's hard to watch it's the sausage bad. get made. Right. Yes. No, thank you. That's uh, been tough. All right, East. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, what do you guys think about my Sixers? My my beautiful Sixers. I will say I, uh, they're not that fun to watch. They're weird. Nope. Yeah, they're, they're really they're weird. They're like Boston to me, where you know they're good, you understand why they're good, but if given the choice, they're not they're not the team I'm looking to watch. Yeah, but I think Boston is surprisingly good. Like I don't know that everybody saw this, but like they're not great. Yeah. But like Boston, I feel like is putting it together, whereas the Sixers are good. Everybody knows they're good, but everybody wants them thinks they should be better. Well, the, I don't know if Boston. Yeah, I feel like Boston's kind of playing up to their talent level. Right. About and it, this Sixers is pretty are good. playing down. The thing that's been they hard for be me a lot better. Obviously, I've like been obsessed with the Sixers for a long time and watching them a ton. I have league pass. I'm into them. Embiid and Simmons are feel like they're the exact same players they were three seasons ago. I still think I, they're going to trade Ben Simmons. I think Simmons has gone backwards a little bit this year. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. I haven't Certainly really looked, studied, this, yeah. studied the even numbers. If he's, but even if he hasn't numbers Sometimes wise, the just same like, feels it, backwards, it kinda, though. Exactly. When you're yeah. talking about young players, he just signed his max extension. It just, I just don't know where. It's kind of, where's the ceiling for this team? I know. It's with super With the roster weird. the way it is right What now. a weird guy, too, because he's... Super athletic. I'm sure he's not a great. He's obviously not a great shooter, but he won't even try to be a good shooter. Is their team as good as last year? Even if you're at the end of the game, I know it's hard and to you're, know. And you're and now Tobias Harris is your primary, yeah, scorer versus Jimmy Butler. Are you a better team? Right. That's tough. Who knows? But that's another and example, no though, too, when Jimmy corner. Butler right. was traded, they were like, "Oh, that's not going to work because there's two primary ball handlers," and I thought it was fine. Like. Ball handlers together on the floor is a fine thing. It's better than having. Turns out Jimmy Butler than can zero. fit into a lot of different situations and yeah. be, still be really, really good. To having two ball handlers is a lot better than kind of one half right now with Simmons. So I don't know. It'll be hard. It'll be interesting to see in the playoffs. I mean, obviously Richardson's been hurt, but he's good. Uh, Horford's a really nice fit. 
But I feel like it's another, like, Horford, really good, like, hypothetical fit on yeah. paper. When you think about it, you go, boy, they could really use a four who could play the five if necessary. Right. Horford's. Give him really a chance to sit. And, and then you see it on paper, and you're like, ah, it's okay. I kind of wish you had Butler. Like, I, I totally get the fit is not as good, but what about just having better players? I think so, they need to trade Ben Simmons. Yeah, that'd be fine with me. That would make more sense. That was, I, but Simmons, he's such a quirky guy because who are you going to trade him for? But that's the thing. You need a, he needs a roster kind of built around what he does. Yeah, Because right now, yeah. Because, I mean, right. right now, the way they play with him and Embiid, they do – it's just hard because Embiid shouldn't be away from the basket. He's nope. not a good shooter, but nope. they still – What's he doing back doing there? That. It's unbelievable. But oh boy, it, it the just, lights just turned you know, down. Mood lighting. And I don't know what that roster is, but if you could do something to build it around, like if you could do a Simmons for could Drew we, Holiday. How deal. about uh, Ugh, I Simmons do that if for I were. Wiggins? Who says no? What's that? Simmons for Wiggins. Who <laughs> oh says no? Boy. I would certainly oh hope it's the 76ers. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, you never know until you call. You, you got you to at least make <laughs> the offer. Point. See, I feel like Simmons is so much better than Drew. He, I don't, I don't, I, and I don't disagree with that. And I don't, and I'm not suggesting that, you know, Philly might need to add some, or uh, I'm sorry, that uh, New Orleans might need to add something more to that. And they certainly have the, the assets to do it. After yeah, they the can also give them Zion. Then I'm in. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but no, I just think He's that more makes, conventional fit, I think that though. makes sense. Right. If you start fresh and say, well, we're going to, we're going to build this team. And granted, you have Zion now and Ben Simmons that can't shoot, but those are just two freaks on the floor that couple freaks baby that you just can get up and down with and and just they would put so much it pressure on a defense happen. that yeah. it just might be fun like and you can figure out what you've got it would be fun it would be very fun I'm just thinking something like that might be Drew Holiday reunion with the Sixers now that he's good and coming back that'd be I, I don't know that just might be interesting then you have Richardson and and a Drew Holiday backcourt good defensively mm-hmm. both of them can kind of take turns being that you know pseudo point guard and I, I don't know. It just makes sense to me. At the end of most games, Brett Brown in the press conference is like pleading with Simmons through the media to shoot more. I really want him to shoot more. I really wish he would get more threes up. And he just doesn't do it. It's such a weird dude. It's like, just shoot him. Who gives a shit? All of Twitter is behind Brett Brown in that sentiment. Yeah, totally. I don't know. They're just, I still love him. I, I love watching Simmons play. But it's just one of those things where, like, you can tell watching them, you guys are not at your full potential right, right. now. Embiid could be better if he was in better shape and he wasn't standing 25 feet from the rim waiting for the ball. Simmons could be better if he – and he, what, he's made, like, two threes, right? His shot looks fine when he does it. It looks I, okay. Can't it's like, shoot, just fucking that shoot. stop him. I know. Just shoot it. It's fine. I guess, and, and to be honest with you, we might get in the playoffs. Looking at their roster, they might destroy everybody in the playoffs. They could. Like, looking at their roster. Like yeah, it would not be, like, shocking. And they're enormous. It's the biggest team I've ever seen. Uh, so big. I just don't. I, I, I don't know. Just and they might be sleeping, sleepwalking. They got Thibel on the bench. He's awesome. Even fucking Mike Scott and James Ennis for your like. Those are got good seven, eight, nine players. They're they're solid. They have like Cork a really Maz. good. Corkmaz. Yeah, they're they're good and they're solid. But it's just something about him has been like every, almost every game I watch them, and they've had some big wins too. Really good wins. Um, they kicked the shit out of Miami. They just won Friday against, I think in it was. In Boston. They won in Boston. Won in Boston. They beat Denver. So, like, they're beating legit yeah. teams. This is a, And they're a two seed right now. Like, they're there. Yeah, it's but possible. But it just feels like there's something. They're going the Clipper route and maybe just. Maybe. Not, it's not as important to them to get the one seed. 
it, but it's just it's the offense that's just and again as fans i think we just sort of like whether it works or it doesn't it's just not as fun to watch when usually there's three guys standing around and it's there's a two-man game and there's and a hyper focus yeah there's it a hyper works, focus on their team yeah totally. kind of like kind of like houston when they're good they're expected to be good when they're bad it's Everybody you. look at this team. Right, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, like, if Denver is having ups and downs, nobody gives a shit yeah, yeah. about Denver and yeah. what they're doing. Eh. But if because it's, you know, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, we, we're going we're gonna to nitpick everything. Russ and Harden, we're going to nitpick everything. Right. Uh, so, I mean, and, and like, they have the same record as the Clippers. Nobody's questioning if the Clippers are any good. Right. So, I I don't know. We could It could be all wrong. It's just when they're bad, they just are weird and awkward and bad. But just for, like, the interest uh, thing, I would like Ben Simmons to be on a different team. And I would love to see what that does for the Sixers. I think they would they would unlock a lot of fun stuff for the Sixers to get a better ball handler and a better shooter around Embiid, mm-hmm. who, when he gets double teamed, can kick it out to a guy who's actually going to shoot. And I would love to see Ben Simmons on a team that makes more, yeah. a little bit more sense around him. I just, just for the fun of watching, even though I love Simmons and I love Embiid, uh, we'd love to see him yeah. split up. It's for not that an reason. anti yes. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons on a team where he can put up all the numbers he could possibly want to. Just a bunch of shooters around him would be so fun. Yeah, it's not an anti Simmons. Vision is, a, in, it's is a, incredible. Their His fit vision's. just is not great. Right? Yeah. True. Yeah. Is I don't he, know. Is he known as a good defender? Ben Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. He's awesome. He's the Lonzo Ball of point Jeff, guard. Yeah. Sorry, Lonzo Ball <laughs> level. Uh, no, I mean he's big. He he funnels. Nobody's. Yeah, he's a everybody's. Good there's no guy who's guarding point guards who's not going to get beat off the dribble. That's like just. Well, and he's not that's the luxury you have with him is he's typically not all, also not guarding point guards. Right. So he funnels guys the right place. He rebounds like crazy. Uh, number of steals. Thibel is awesome defensively too. Yeah, so that guy is something else, right? Yeah, he is. He is fun. Um, so you think this year? Uh, sorry to sidetrack with the likes of Thibel and Brandon Clark being so good so early mm-hmm. people are going to start looking at you know the three four-year players as maybe maybe they don't have the same trajectory ceiling wise of upside and but they come but, in and they're good but we can get a good player yeah and they can be a rotation player and that's good enough katie banks the op for us yeah is not you know going to be all nba but if he's the you know seventh eighth man and you got him in the second round you've done your job that's as a good office yeah well, it's kind of the, it's another question I was going to ask uh, maybe a little bit later, but we can ask it now. Um, is we are diehards, obviously, so I'm going to be into the NBA no matter what. But I do wonder, you hear all these uh, stories or read all these articles about um, ratings being down. There's lots of different reasons why ratings might be down, but I do think there might be at least something to the fact that guys are changing teams every other year at this point. There is oh, sure. absolutely no continuity. We're like, oh, Brooklyn's in town. As you a casual fan, you're like, who? Yeah. I mean, what? You don't know who to who look for. Who the fuck's for Brooklyn? Aren't ratings like, oh, all Perry. across cable down, though? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, I don't know if that's of silver bullet or it's, if, it, if it's really even a factor, but I just think there has to be something to a casual fan. I mean, again, we're in no matter what. Yeah. But if there's some random person that you're talking to of like, hey, man, have you been watching the NBA? Houston's crazy. They're like, what? Who? They have Russell Westbrook. I thought he was on the, you know, because they, they just change over too much. But I think it leads a little bit to your uh, just grab a guy who you think is going to be able to be good immediately. Because, like, why would you even plan on what life's going to be like in three years? Right. I have no idea who's going to be on the Wolves in three years. Are you, how much money are you going to put on that Towns is on our team in three years? 
I don't think I'm going to bet more than a couple bucks on that. Exactly. I have no I, clue. I mean, you just saw it again at this summer when, you know, you got Kawhi and Paul George moved over to the Clippers, and then all of a sudden you see the contract Kawhi signs is two years. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. You gave all, all this for Paul George, and you've got them both for only two years, and 2021 you might be left with nothing? It's so like, funny, it's, too. It's just, I, the way that story flipped was the funniest thing ever because it was two things that immediately happened. One was like, Kawhi is the biggest badass, unbelievable savior, whatever. And also, he's like a Kaiser Sose level strategy guy. And then they realized a day later that Paul George was like his fifth choice of people he had called around for. He had asked for this guy, asked for that guy, asked for a bunch of other guys, and finally, Paul George is the one who bit. He, he started with KD and a torn Achilles. <laughs> I know. So like, all right, it's like fine. I'll go with Paul George. Let's slow your roll with like how great he is as as, as a strategist. Who was the other list? I didn't even hear who who was uh, the pick after KD. KD, I don't even. I, I can look it up here. Um, who knows? It, 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 I mean, it started with KD. He landed with Paul George. That's a pretty good guy to land with. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, worked out great. Awesome. Him so well. But then, yeah, and then the also the second thing was that he's only going to be in the team for tears. Like, oh, okay. Well, we'll make a run at it and see what happens. I mean, it it definitely makes sense from the player's perspective to have so much control over where you're going, how long you're there, and you're not locked into these situations that can become. I love it, for sure. So bad, but just you're you're right. As a fan, it's hard to it's hard to lock in because things are changing so often that you well, don't know for sure who's going to be on what team a year or two from now. Yeah, I love it because as as a fan of a team that hasn't been good and doesn't have any pattern of sustained success. Yeah, you never know. Then I'm interested. It keeps my interest in the rest of the league. Right. Because it's just like, but I'm also on Twitter a lot. I like the right. constant trade discussion. Online. I like, I just like the discussion around it more than maybe even the games. Yeah, right. Um, so, Which is fun. It's yeah, super fun. the theater fun. of it all just is more, more fun than actually sitting down and watching a basketball game because in my experience watching – the basketball team that I follow is not always enjoyable. 82 games is a lot of it. So you need something to, to pass the time. So, so maybe now that we're talking about long season, guys changing teams, what what do you guys think about the possibility of the schedule being tweaked and being a mid-season tournament, an end-of-the-year tournament for the last playoff spot? I think the league could greatly benefit from something I love like it, that. man. I, I think it would be so fun. Yeah, I just think – just trying things out. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, okay, great. We'll do something different. It gets to so the point of, like, with shit. what the NBA, like, the the heart the heart of the NBA or, or just basketball in general. You know, you think about baseball. Most of the DNA of baseball is, like, this history, and it's been played for 100-and-something years. And there's all this, like, every time they try to tweak anything, it's like, oh, my God, the record books are now going to be whatever. That's a huge part of baseball the routine of it all, the whatever. That's just part of what it is. So anything you do should just sort of honor and respect that, which I get. Basketball, there's a couple things. Like, one, there really isn't any sort of, like, let's look back in the past. It's just not part of basketball. It's not what it is. Yep. So it's like, well, we never had to do a midseason before or another right. record. Book. Like, who gives a shit? Nobody yeah, gives the, a shit about the record. You have books. the points just, leader just being. Just some stuff. It's fucking fun. Yeah, and you, the, could stop the, you could stop the season right now. Take a picture of the standings. We're going to play 50 more games, and we're going to take another picture of the standings, and there might be a couple of changes. Well, what are the two teams that are affected? What are the yeah. records that matter in basketball? Is it points scored, Kareem? And yep. it was 72 games 
until the Warriors won 73 and then lost in the finals. Yeah, and then so now, now that, that doesn't really matter. matter. Yeah. So are there records? Well, rings, no, because that's Bill Russell There's, with like well, 13 or whatever you're it is. You're still going right? to hand out a ring at the, every season, so yeah. that doesn't matter. No, right. So I'm just wondering if there's a statistical category like baseball has clear tradition that they stick to to yeah. avoid making right. any There's not a number any, that you can throw changes. out there and it goes, oh, that means uh, right. most this, most that. Yeah, football has records as well. But basketball, I don't think I don't think when you think of basketball, you don't necessarily think of their their like, records. What, what's the record for points per game in a year? Points I per game? Tell you. I think it's a Wilt Chamberlain. Sure, it's like probably. And no one like gives a shit. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't and matter. And it, everybody just dismisses it. He was if being James guarded by a bunch of, like, game, 5'11 dentists. Yeah. Everybody yeah. just assumes that what they're seeing today is the greatest that it's ever been. Right, exactly. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. It's Throw hard that to. Flag. That away. It's hard to. Uh, I don't the know. If you're thinking about, like, the beginning. The other thing that I actually, just going back really quick to the thing about guys changing teams all the time, the one thing that I like about that is that it's, again, very much part of basketball DNA, pickup games, anything else. Like, you'll play a few games, then you just switch teams up. Like, that's just a thing that happens, and I'm fine with it. But I also worry about uh, casual fans not really understanding yeah, any I, of it. I but love it. Back I, to the midseason tournament or something. Like, if you were going to start, if your goal was, like, we want to figure out who the best team is, if you were just going to, like, start a, a, a new league, you would never be like, oh, I definitely need 82 games to figure that out, right? I mean, I think you need more than uh, a couple dozen games, right? You need something less than 82 and something, you know, well, even yeah, 50 gotta, would be like, gotta, I get it. you got to figure injuries and uh, new guys switching teams and getting familiar And with making money because sure. people are going to come yeah. to the games. But I would be totally down with... Uh, Taking a few games out, doing some sort of midseason tournament that like incentivizes so for the playoffs. I think it's a hard thing to understand exactly why you get people to care about because you obviously don't want it to become an all star game because no right. one gives a shit about the all star game. Well, what were the stakes for it? I didn't. I didn't read the uh, proposal, and I know there've been a few of them. I think. But what are been the stakes? Like, Isn't it like playoff seating and playoff like seating has been one. Cash has been another. Uh, draft pick. Extra yeah, I thought it was like locking, locking in a uh, certain playoff seeds. That's not pretty the, cool. Not the seeds, but actually like spots. So you yeah. have, if you were in it, you were one of the top four teams. Like you have a playoff spot, right? Now. And I don't, I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but I thought there was some level of. I'm sure they'll make a bunch of tweaks to it, but just as a fan, I'm like 100 percent in. It's a long season. We like, as you were saying, like I'm with you. I love watching hoops. I'll watch hoops all day long. But I also, like, the theater of it all is just about as good as anything else. So I would be all for if they uh, went the route of soccer as well and did a little relegation. Relegation would be so fun. How great would it be if there were two separate tiers in the NBA? Yeah. It would be unbelievable. And Timberwolves would obviously be in the B League. How dare you? We we would have been in the B League for— This year, we might have a pretty good shot at winning that B title. Yeah. Yep, why not? What does the B title get us? We move up to the A-League. Glory, baby. The number one overall we pick. Get, we get to hang a banner for the B-League title. Would you hang a banner? Oh, yeah. Right, we would. Small oh, one. A small pennant. Like, we'll go into the A-League, and we'll lose 90% of the games, but we'll still have that B-League banner hanging in the target center. You just keep voting teams in and out. 
You yep. get a one-year grace period if you move up. Then top you can't be year. voted down the top next year. Top three go up. Bottom three go down. Two. I like it. Sign me up. Two 15 league, 15 team leagues, something like that. Yep. Maybe top eight in each league make the playoffs. Wouldn't change much in the top league. Nah. Right. You're probably just you're giving you're giving the fans that come to watch the games more of a chance to see wins because you're playing teams that you're yes. on the equal playing field with. I don't know. I don't know how soccer does it, but it makes sense to me. Yeah, it's you're making oh, a lot that's of a thing in yeah, soccer. Yeah, good. Huh? <laughs> that's a thing in soccer. Relegation. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. I legitimately was not aware. I don't. You're in last soccer. place. You don't get to play in the big league next year. You no have to get down to the minor leagues. Several different tiers, and yeah. if you're shitty enough where you're not winning games, they kick you down to the lower league. And you go down there, and hopefully you're one of the better teams. And, and it's not like nothing either, right? Like, remember the Gopher uh, basketball won the NIT? That was awesome. That was super fun. It's not like fans need, like, uh, well, fuck this. It's not the main whatever. Well, we, we watched... getting back into the big leagues. Yeah, so it's like you win that, and you get to move back up again. Yeah. And, well, I mean, fans will find a reason to cheer for anything. Joe and I went to the Houston Wolves playoff game three years ago. So it was fun. so fun. It's like the most fun we've ever had as Wolves fans. And it was one game in a series we lost. So, I mean, it'll be fine. Yeah, I remember going to the Sacramento series back in oh my God. 2003. I was at game five. Yeah. Wonderful. That was good. That was the peak. That, you were there? That was, that was it. That's, the, that's the, uh, the, the thing we all aspire to get back to. Right, totally. Another missed PAT from the Vikings. Oh, now we're we're gonna move on to. I'm just throwing that complaining out about kickers. Another uh, pet uh, theory of our or not theory, but idea of ours is just uh, no more kickers in football in oh, any yeah. capacity. Just no, get it's, it. it's not even part of football. You get like, to pick a point, or you can go for two. That's it. Yeah. So dumb. If you were inventing this sport again, you'd never be like, you know, what we should add. But stupid. I hate it all. Whoa. I'll stop reacting to the game on. Yeah, let's just silently watch a football game during our basketball podcast. Uh, All right, so uh, I hope that we can get get to do another one of these. But as of now, what is your prediction on the championship? Who plays who in the finals and who wins? Whoa. I will say. And remember, it's December 15th, and uh, we've had two beers apiece. It's a Sunday. Lots of things are going to happen from now until mid-June. I will say Clippers, I'm going to do it, and I hate myself for it, Sixers. And Clippers are going to win. Yeah. I was going to say. uh, They're just too deep, too good at the right spots. I think they'll probably find another piece here or there. Yeah. I just think the Clippers are going to be too much. Well, that's what I was going to say, so I'll go I'll go a different direction. You don't have to. I'm going to go. It's the right pick, so you might as well. It's a good yeah, pick. Yeah, just get on it's the Josh pick. train. Uh, George or Kawhi are going to get hurt. Jesus. LeBron or you AD are going to get hurt. My God, Joe. Denver sucks. Houston's the worst. I don't like Portland. Utah's a train wreck. Do we know where this what is going? Deep are, are you, you going? going here? Is this a wolf? Timberwolves? Is this gonna, is that, are we, are we peeling the back the onion? <laughs> I'm going to go Holy with shit. Zion's coming back oh in a week God. or two. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna make a couple of you trades. They got a lot of draft again. picks. We got Zion and the Pelicans. 
they're going to go against the Milwaukee Bucks. So the Pelicans, they're going to trade a bunch of draft picks. Who are they, who are they going to get? They're going to pick up Dame. Then they're going to pick up they're Devin gonna Booker. They're going to get a couple salary dumps. Uh, so they're going to take Wiggins off our hands, and he's going to continue to progress. They'll get D'Lo. So, they might get D'Lo. So I went, I went <laughs> Clippers, Sixers. That would have been your pick. You. <laughs> that would have been your pick. So I, instead, I just, so plan, gonna, plan B was to pick just, just six instead, and I'm twenty. Have a stroke. Follow the <laughs> six and twenty Pelicans. Follow the train of thought. The Pelicans no. are going to sneak in. They're going to sneak in, and there's going to be some injuries at They're the top. They're six and twenty. I, I follow the train, and I can't find my way home. <laughs> and after. After we, after we know that there's some injuries at the top, the Pelicans are going to find their way to to getting a one playoff victory. And with the pieces that they've added, they're going to work their way down. And they're going to take on the Bucks. And I think the Bucks take it home. Bucks take it home. Remember that oh. first part. First part you might want to <laughs> write out. Okay. I didn't realize this well, microphone was on for that first part. I was thinking gonna, out loud. Bucks are going to take it we'll, home. We'll write Western Conference in pencil there. This is such a hard thing because between the Sixers and the Bucks, I honestly think like if they played right now, I probably would put my money like 60-40 on the Sixers just because the Bucks are just they're not as deep and in the playoffs you know that matters. So I think the the main uh, factor between this going into June is going to be who they pick up on buyouts and trades and everything else. So again, one of them could get Redick, and he might swing a series. You never know. I mean, think of all the crazy shit that happened in the last playoffs. It's hard to say. So, yes, today I would say the Sixers. Um, I also think maybe the Bucks will pick up more impact guys. Yep. So I'm going to say the Clippers absolutely piss-pound the Bucks. Do you have any dark horses Four in one. either conference? The only one I'm thinking about, and I know it's, I'm going to regret it. I'm already regretting it. It's I haven't even said it. I haven't even said Pelicans? it. Pelicans? You could have said the Pelicans. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I, I'll, no one will remember what I say. As long as I don't say the Warriors. Actually, the Warriors are probably a better bet at this point than the Pelicans. Um, if Zion doesn't come back, that prediction is off the table. All right. We've already forgotten. All right. Sure. Good. Um, the Rockets uh, have been awesome. For a long time, they have only been stopped by one of the most historic, amazing teams uh, in many years. So I think that we might be discounting who they are. Um, and they are, uh, again, a th- maybe a four seed right now, something like that, three, four, five, yeah. maybe a five seed. What, what piece um, could they pick up that would fit with them, though? Well, I, I don't know if it's so much picking up, but I do know that uh, – Gordon is awesome, and he's been out for a long time. And I do know that Gerald Green was a kind of a decent pickup for them, and he's been out all year. I don't even know if he – or maybe not all year, but for a long time. So it's more them doing what they've been doing. So them doing what they've been doing have, have like, kicked the shit out of a bunch of teams for a long time. time. It's it's worked. The only thing that's beat them is, again, the amazing Warriors. And now, obviously, the Lakers and the Clippers are great. But if we're thinking about dark horses – I don't know. You can see them getting hot. Another buyout. I mean, imagine Redick on that team. Or yeah, like Redick's another not be a buyout guy. They got him for another year. Not a buyout. But, like, imagine uh, they pick up another shooter or two. Or maybe they go the other way and pick up a, a defensive guy or two. They yeah. could you, Imagine Covington on that team they, back that there. That was a story that came out that 
Daryl Morey is very, not just interesting, Shit. he's very interesting. Oh, man. So that means we just got to give him to him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Doesn't matter. As well, long unless as they we can make the salary work, they, we just have to. Unless we can get Kuzma, I mean, right. holy shit! That yeah. seems like an Austin Rivers straight up trade to me. So. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, that, so I mean, who knows? So I just like for a dark horse. If I look at the Eastern Conference, Bucks, Sixers. Don't pick my team. You can't say that the Celtics are a dark horse. No, but they probably have a trade to make. I mean, they got a lot. Of, they still have some picks to move, yeah. and you it's know, just so hard Marcus to Smart think of isn't. them as like their number one player is Kemba. And he's been, like, good in the playoffs, yeah. but I feel like you can shut him down. And they're playing. They're still playing a lot of Enos Canter minutes. And a little Daniel too much Diaz Enos. They're, they're a year-long team. They they can thrive over 82 games because their yep. system and how they yep. play, they're going to beat a lot of teams. Yeah, they got they're, a lot, they got a lot of good players. Don't get me wrong. They got some good players. They don't. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do right. in the playoffs because, again, Kemba hasn't been on really on that stage with expectations. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I like Indiana. Oladipo has played. Oladipo coming back, yeah. Oladipo's not played. Love me some Indiana. Alapito was was uttered on these airwaves (laughs) a few years ago. It was like the first sportive podcast, I think. One of the first couple. I think think Turner's probably available for team now, what they could get for that guy. I have no idea. But with Oladipo coming back, I mean, that's if he is, you know, himself, I mean, yeah. that's basically you're basically trading for an all NBA level player at this so point. So good. I mean, that's incredible. And they're solid right now, right? Yeah, and Brogdon is perfect complement. Seventeen to him and nine. Play. They're yeah. seventeen and nine without Oladipo. Right. And the Raptors have been really fun this year too. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, no, I don't think anybody's really expecting the Raptors to do anything in the playoffs. But I mean, what direction do they go with your Ibaka's? Your I mean, they they added they add another year at the end of Lowry's deal. Was that to trade him or was that to make him more appealing to other teams, or I mean, was that for yeah, you, you got, know keeping you him around? I, I have no idea what Toronto's going to do. It's I'm just so good, confused man. by the entire trade market in Toronto, general. Boston, yeah. Indiana, very similar teams. Not yeah. not a lot of star power, but fun to watch, and they they play the game the right way. Whatever the hell that means. Well, yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. I just said it. I've heard it before. Slap the floor. Yeah. Yo, ooh. Good, good screens. They yeah. Keep their shirts tucked in. You know <laughs> that's important. Box outs. Especially after free no throw. delay of game coming from Indiana or the Raptors. What was? Yeah. What do you think was going through Teague's mind on that play? Because Towns was obviously standing on the line, and there was nobody on our team backed by the three-point line. Because if someone was standing at the three-point line, it would not be possible for them to throw a pass over their head. I mentioned it, uh, and I, I love that you listen to the podcast because I talked about this last episode. <laughs> I, I do listen. Every I single that. person on the team should have looked at where Teague was standing and been like, bro, move back 50 feet, maybe 60 feet. There is there is zero reason for you to be actually Too all the, the other throw, four of you. At the other free throw line. All four of you get away right. and stand somewhere else. That to me is a, a coaching thing. Even Saunders if you want to put two else. guys He's, at half court and two guys at the three-point line because Towns accidentally made it. You're, and you want to pre- prevent the half-court shot, whatever, the fact that a guy could take it out of bounds and chuck it 85 feet to the free-throw line on the other side is because beyond, beyond the realm of possibility. And I don't remember, but I assume the other team was in the bonus. So another thing that could have happened if he missed it is we go super hard for the – for the board, and then we follow their no, guy, no, right? No, no. Well, they would have gotten up one. 
Yeah, they would have gotten the two free throws. Throw put us up two. So if we miss and we yeah, foul the layup, there, they the layup tied the game. game. That That's what I'm saying. We don't want that to happen. Correct. We would never want that to happen. So there is no benefit to having the, our guys it, getting I'm, a rebound. Get oh, away yeah, yeah. from. I'm pretty being sure you're saying, my, you weren't saying foul as a strategy. You're saying that could have been an unintended consequence. I'm but saying in, get in the, the fuck NBA, out of there. Yeah. No, never. No, in the NBA, it's different from college, though. You have to have guys in those spots. You cannot vacate. You cannot vacate the lane on the free throws. All of them. Okay. You can tell those two guys to fall back. On the release, yeah, to avoid a foul and whatever, but yeah, it's just such a goofy scenario that you could, yeah. regardless of the rules, that should not have happened. No, we can agree on that. We play in a shitty Minneapolis D League. No, 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 it's pretty good. And there pretty is good. no chance on earth if you were shooting a free throw and I was standing there, I would have just been like kind of near you in that scenario. I would have been back at the other hoop. It's obvious. It's so obvious because there's only there's what only, else are they going to do? There's only two things that can happen. Uh, three quarters court, half court shot beats you, or yep. they chuck it down and miraculously the guy catches it. I don't so know. let them shoot the three quarter shots. Yep, that's yeah, unbelievable. I'll never get over it, my whole life. It's bad. All right, do we get all of this out of our system? That was good. Any other takes? All right, Let's so the Pelicans. Can I come back when you have Woj John? Pelicans in the finals. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bell's in the final. Right. Only yep. if Zion comes back. Sure. Good save. It's prefaced by that. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we'll see, right. we'll any, see what any, happens. Any parting NBA thoughts? Um, no. All I am really hoping for for the rest of the year, honestly, is for LeBron to stay healthy. LeBron to stay healthy. Okay. Yep. I think if he stays healthy, the Western Conference playoffs are going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be fun. And if he doesn't, it's gonna like that's gonna torpedo a lot of it. I don't know, I'm still a little bit like Eastern Conference is kind of cute, but the Western Conference is where it's all at. Yeah. LeBron I mean, being there, a LeBron, a LeBron Giannis finals would be fun. Oh my god, it'd be so fun. And then beyond that, it's honestly like because I, I feel like the rest of them are gonna be okay. The Clippers are gonna be fun no matter what. Yeah. The Lakers, we've seen we've seen the Lakers without LeBron. They're called the New Orleans Pelicans, and they're just okay, right? So, to me, he is the, the most important part of the rest of the year. Or Giannis, too. The East sucks if Giannis, Giannis and LeBron right. stay healthy so we can have some fun watching the playoffs. That's your relegation league if Giannis isn't there. Yeah. That's just like, oh, my God, the Sixers are going to be so up against, fun. I guess. That's my finals team you're talking about. Right. So, I don't know. That, that's my hope. That's my, yeah. that's my big Hel- wish for the rest Health all of the year. around. Let's get a good yeah. competitive playoffs whether yeah. we're part of it uh, when i say we the wolves are part of it or not health minus the team that's dominated the last five years their entire roster is out the warriors the warriors they're yeah yeah tough break tough break it, for those you, guys. it's called karma bring, i just think it when you when you look forward to next year it's gonna be so much fun with the warriors being there because they're not going to be the same clearly but kd on brooklyn Man, that's going to be a lot of fun, too. Oh, next, next year is going to be great. And we don't even need much movement this year. Whereas last year, we're like, shit, there's like top ten guys in the league. A bunch of them are going to be changing teams. This next year, they could all stay put, and that'd be totally It's going to be a mad dash to 2021. I don't know what that means as far as movement, no movement, right. trades, no trades, because nobody has space next year, But yeah. which is great because there's the free agent class sucks. Yeah. So, you know, the likes of Atlanta, sorry. Uh, yeah, right. You know, you're just going to stay put. But, no, it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting, you know, 18 months or 
20 months until we get to the summer of 2020 as far as moving because I have no idea what to expect as far as salary dumping because there's not really many bad salaries other than like your Chris Paul's, your John Wall contract. Wiggins. Well, Sadly. he's not even a bad contract necessarily anymore. And that's funny. It's been three years. Like, and we've gone from, like, this guy's impossible to move to I don't want to trade him in the matter of yeah, 25 games. Like, oh, at most. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Um, but, no, it's going to be really, really interesting because there aren't too many bad contracts in the league anymore, or at least none that extend beyond next year. So yeah. it'll be – I have no idea what to expect trade-wise. I have no – like, it's going to be a very interesting – few months that we've gotten last question do you do the wolves make an impact trade this year before the deadline you know our guys uh gilda radner a gm and then he's got that number two sachin gupta is that his name our gm yeah our, our assistant gm the number yeah. two guy rosas is the number yeah. is the gm gupta is the trade machine guy they talk about they talk a big game about finding value and um so the way they have set themselves up is they should be making some sort of trade. That'd be weird if they didn't. Uh, and they'll always have an out if they say, well, it didn't right. work out this way or sure, whatever. And it could but. be as simple as not necessarily getting an impact player, but setting things up for the next year or two. We've got all, yeah, we've got all of our picks. I mean, unless we trade Covington, we don't really have any real assets. To if you remember, move. and this like feels like it took place 20 years ago, but it was like five years ago. Sacramento Kings traded Nick Stauskas and an unprotected first-round pick to the Sixers for salary filler. And Gupta was on the staff. That was the guy that was like, uh, yeah, do this fucking immediately. That's the most insane thing that's ever happened. I think front of office. A team that does not want to spend money. Is that's what we need to do. Like, no, no, no. That's the that, shit. That, that was the thing. It was the team that wanted to clear money to sign free agents that they ultimately could not get. They're the Sacramento who, Kings. Who, 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 do they, the who do they sign? Yeah. They Because they, they made their big free agent signings were because they were trying to go big big game hunting. And, and Nick Stauskas was apparently the guy preventing them from going to get the guys that they wanted. Yeah. So they gave up a pick to get him. They were going to get, just, like, LaMarcus Aldridge yes. or something, right? Yeah, and I think so they ended up with Rudy So that's the sort of stuff where, like, little stuff like that where when it happened, again, the casual fans like, huh? Sure. But anybody who knew basketball is like, that's unbelievable. I don't believe this that happened. That is incredible this is, this that that needs, just happened. This trade happened. needs to be vetoed. Yeah, exactly. It would have been vetoed. But are those, I don't know if there are those dumb front offices anymore. Don't know. It's hard to say. But the Kings still exist. They do. The Knicks Same still ownership. exist. Uh, there might be a few of them here or there. But uh, that's the sort of stuff where if they don't start doing some of those at-the-margins oh. trades at minimum in the next 12 months, whether it's trade line or the offseason, I'm going to start thinking it's a little bit of a uh, – bullshit that these guys came in like yeah and there's been a couple of those like you hoped at our 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 you know noah vonley signing mm-hmm. you know the jake yep. jake layman signing Lehman on the good. you know those margin moves that you think like might pay off in the long run if you if you can get a, a rotation player at you know three four million dollars a year you're you're doing something right totally and then if you take that three four million get a rotation guy trade him at the deadline and get a you know a decent pick or something right yeah. something else like that's the stuff that's Stuff that we haven't been doing. No, not yeah. at all. So I'm going to say, yes, they're going to make a trade that's a good positive trade because I need to believe that. But it may not sanity. be for this year. It might be for. Might not be D-Lo. It might yeah. set us up in the future. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they, they're they active in a sense of they do something. Yeah. But, yeah, if it seems as though impact for this year is kind of D-Lo or bust. 
And whether that happens, I I agree with you that. You know, Warriors might not be motivated to do anything Probably this year. Probably right. on how they play over the next two months. Before the yeah, deadline. I don't even know if we're buyers or sellers at this point. No. I mean, at this point, I, I don't. I don't even know if that's the right way to look at it. I think it's more or less like what helps us a year from now, two years from now, whether yeah. that is in the sense of buyers or sellers. But I don't I, – I think I – what do you say about the front office? I think for the first time I trust the people making the decisions. Right. That are actually thinking about not only today but tomorrow and doing it in a, in a way that there's a plan, not just knee-jerk. Yeah. You know, you know, the Pistons are a great example of like, let's oh, just man. win tomorrow. Yeah. Let's win tomorrow's game. Yep. As opposed to, are we going to win next year? Or what is our salary? Like, totally. It just feels like we've got a team or a front office in place that actually thinks about long-term ramifications. Of- yeah, I'm really thankful for that. But I also think, that, I hope that they understand the new NBA of, like, uh, Towns is year-to-year, man. I know he's in our contract. He's right. year-to-year. you got to do something. you got to at least show him that we got somebody coming up that's, like, going to be helpful for him soon. I know he's super young. He's got to at least see, like, hey, Culver's got something. I'm in. Or Wiggins is showing something. I'm good because uh, he'll be gone soon. Yeah, you know how fucking terrible we'll be without him. You don't trade Robert Covington for a pick, you, right? You that's trade the him sort to get stuff. better. Uh, so, it, it, right. It, part of it has to be with with future. Part of it has to be with Towns in mind. Yeah, totally. All right, I think that's it. Wrap it up. Pelican Vikings super ball. fan here. Pelican super fan. Signing off. Adios. <laughs> God, I miss Zion. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.